everybody. Welcome to Well This Sucks, our podcast about our lovely friend Danielle's fight against breast cancer. I'm Heather. I'm Tana. <laughs> I'm Danielle. Yay. And with us today, we have the Doughboys. We have Mike Mitchell and Nick Weiger. Thank you so much for being here. Of Hi. Thanks oh for gosh. having us. Yeah. From the very popular podcast, Doughboys, and a bunch of other comedy things. How did you guys come to start Doughboys? Well, we have a, a, I think our origin story is, yeah. yes, what is the it's, origin? It's something, yeah. it, it, it's, uh, it's rooted in us just want, like knowing each other for years. Yeah. So Mitch and I had, were both in sketch comedy groups that performed at the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater in mm. Los Angeles. His group, Birthday Boys. Yeah. My group, A Kiss From Daddy, much yep. less successful. Um, <laughs> His group had a TV show. A lot of successful people on it. Yeah, a lot of successful people yeah. on it individually, but just as a as a. Did you guys, you guys didn't want to be a, a sketch. You didn't want a sketch show. No, though, it either, was right? more. Okay. A, you guys were more of a unit. We were more of a, a loose confederacy of, of people who wanted to do their own things. <laughs> but we but we we each had a we had a long running sketch show at UCB. We would do a half hour. Birthday boys would do a half hour. Um, and so Mitch and I knew each other pretty well through that. I'd yeah. say we I'd say we were friends, and then we uh, eventually we like kind of like knew each other and kind of had a thing where. We had a running bit where we razzed each other a lot. Ooh, That's razz. right. And, uh, yeah. razz. and we had I would be like, we'd be like, you piece of shit. Like we would, yeah. te- we would text really nasty text things me, like, to really each other. Vicious <laughs> things in like the middle of the work day. <laughs> I know, guess just getting a run, a run back and forth. That and is, we'd always end with making fun of Matt Kowal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, who was also in the birthday boys. But yeah, then we, so we knew each other and then we were just mm-hmm. sort of like, oh, it'd be, we should work together on something. What's the least amount of work? <laughs> That we could collaborate on because we're both busy and also lazy. Yeah, and it's, then also we were both kind of ending. You, you, you for sure were ending like your regular UCB, right? Like being up on stage and, and right and things like that. So we were like, oh, a podcast is a way to continue that. Yeah, another, it's like yeah. another outlet. And then and then I think we just sort of like you know, as far as how we landed on the topic. I mean, we were partly. I think we were th- we we didn't think of it as much as a gimmick as yeah. as it ended up being but i think mm. we we just both really care about like we both have very strong opinions about food i don't think it feels like a gimmick at all yeah. okay all I'm, right i'm there <laughs> listening and i'm like yeah the domino's thin crust pepperoni pizza right we, <laughs> all, <laughs> we all talk about it. i knew right. from the beginning you're just bringing it to the surface <laughs> yeah yeah, uh, it felt good to to land on something that like we because we genuinely love good food and yeah. and what people think is are is shitty food and trashy food and that was always kind of like our perspective and I, I think we're getting maybe a, a little far afield from your from your question but like we uh, our perspective was always like we wanted to like celebrate chain restaurants yeah. and fast food even though it's not you know like certainly agribusiness has its problems and certainly the oh, worker no. side of foods uh, the food industry is not the best yeah um but we right. we talk about that though it's which fine. we try but but like overall still like the food is like something that's a that's a part of people's lives and so mm-hmm. we didn't want to be like like yeah. oh we're gonna make fun of this stuff but like yeah. we're gonna celebrate it and yeah. say why right. we like it yeah mm-hmm. that's what we were all raised on right yeah. right absolutely <laughs> so how long have you guys known each other i guess like how many years God. ago was that well when i started coming to ucb nick was already kind of established on a, he was on a Harold team. Uh, so that was, so that was God, 2006. I mean, yeah, even 2000, you were on a team in 2005, right? I think we were, I think our team was formed in 2005. We started performing in 2006. Okay. Yeah. Was, so, right, so, right, so right around then I, I like I knew of Nick, you know, and, yeah. and then, and so I kind of, I'd say probably two, 2006 or 2007. I probably yeah. knew you. Yeah. I remember seeing you guys cause you guys were, 
kind of the uh, the young uh, scamps who came in there, the, the birthday boys. You were these birthday these boys these punks, in. yeah, these college kids who came in and started doing your your sketch shows. We were so much scamps that people thought we were a Christian sketch group. <laughs> so you really were though, but it, it was like it was kind of that was what was kind of refreshing about you guys in the early days is because yeah. so many the, the, so there's this show not too shabby at the UCB yeah. theater, which was like this. It, 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 if anyone doesn't know, it's basically like an open mic for sketch, and it's it used to be at midnight on Fridays so yeah. as you could expect it might it attracted some people who just were like oh this is my venue to do my super offensive thing or my super dirty thing and then Mitch's sketch group literally like one of their first sketches I ever saw them do was about a bunch of them trying to get a pie off of a windowsill <laughs> <laughs> and it's like it's just like this sort of pure wholesome like 1950s comedy and so it was it was fun to see that yeah. I, I, you guys kind of stood out for that reason but then we, we, we just were kind of in the, a lot of the same places and doing not too shabby and stuff right. like yeah. that so we got yeah. to know each other through that yeah right. that's beautiful yeah uh did you both move out to la from for comedy or acting specifically or writing specifically and then you found comedy later i i moved out to work in comedy in some way yeah and i didn't know what it would be you know like yeah. i feel like a lot of people who were clueless about it i came out and was like I mean, I knew as much as you should maybe even know that at that point, right. even though right. I feel like I feel like people even know more now because when I came out, I didn't know like, oh, you should do UCB, which I feel like now a lot of people know like, oh, you go and you do you take UCB classes or whatever, which that was and UCB had just opened out here. I think now it's oh, shifted yeah. towards towards UCB's a scam. <laughs> Stay away from that, which is so funny that it's this thing that used to be kind of this underground like theater that had just opened when yeah. it was initially right. when did Now when it's was just that? Matt Besser's cult. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this was this was like two thousand four, two thousand five. I it, think it opened it opened the summer two thousand five. Two thousand five, and so, that's yeah. I moved out here the summer of two thousand and five. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, it's it's still a fairly recent thing. And yeah, as for me, like I grew up in Southern California, I never left. So, uh, but when I it, I went to I ended up in L.A. because I attended UCLA, and then I stayed in the city because I was working in the video game industry for a, a, quite a while. And I kind of started taking comedy, improv, and sketch classes on the side, and then doing some performing after that. And that's kind of what what brought me into it. But I, I had I had another career I was in before I was Whoa. really doing comedy. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, the video game industry. Yeah, it was like a, yeah, that? I was like a video game designer, and I did mm-hmm. that for mm-hmm. I'd say that for most of my twenties. And by the, the end, Sopranos of, game. <laughs> I worked on some real garbage. <laughs> yeah, I worked on I worked on Sopranos Road to Respect. I only worked on that for a few months, but I have an additional mm-hmm. design credit. I worked on um, uh, one of the Shrek games. I worked on. I was lead level designer on the Pirates of the Caribbean, The Legend of Jack Ooh. Sparrow. Hit well, title. Yeah. 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 That's the that, very that, long title. It is a very long title that bridges the gap between the first and second movies. Uh, so it's yeah. kind of the Gaidan, if you will. Um, <laughs> I heard all the stuff you were in charge of for Sopranos was just uh it was just Shrek dressed up as as Tony right. Soprano. Is that true? Yeah, which we didn't we didn't have the rights to. It bankrupted the company. Um, yeah, it, it is. There is so, so much. So you destroyed. You destroyed it. Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> let it burn, baby. Yeah. There is. There is so much like and like Soprano. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah really Ooh. ambiguously. No one really knew what happened. Um, Still need to watch that last episode, dude. No spoilers, For please. Real? Yeah. Tana is. I got to like Tana. the last season halfway through. Oh wow! You gave like, up oh, on it right by the finish. Wow. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't when it was airing. Right. I revisited it like two years ago. Oh, okay. But why did you stop before the finish line? It's a really boring story, but mm. short version is I was working for someone and during our lunch breaks, we would watch The Sopranos because he had HBO. Okay. And 
then I stopped working for him. And <laughs> she didn't have access. Oh, and I didn't have that HBO oh, access. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah. That's so uh, it's fine, it, you know. Yeah. It hook didn't it up, hook a girl up. It didn't yeah, so nag at you. It did you didn't you weren't like oh, I gotta did. get the blu rays or something. Me up inside. Wow. Tana likes yeah. to go on walks. Yeah, she likes to seize the day. She doesn't like to be locked Show inside. Watcher. I'm not a big watching <laughs> TV. TV. Well, that's good then. That's a good. Yeah. It is a good yeah. thing. <laughs> is it? It is. It is. Someone out there will share their passcode with you. Yes, I'm sure. Please. Right. My I'll, wife and I did have a similar thing with Sopranos, where we like watched everything up until the last season, and then we. We, I think we were watching it in real time and then a few years passed and they were like, oh, we should finish that show and then we watched it. So I guess it was a similar situation okay. to yours, but we did feel like, oh, we should watch this. Yeah. yeah. Right. Kind but of obliged Nick, to? Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, also it's a good show. I don't know. Right. I, I think like I, it's it's an interesting way to end the series, right? Yeah. Well, we're, what hap- What do you mean? We're not going to tell you, and we're not going to share our HBO codes. <laughs> but you're going to just want, talk yeah. in code. Yeah, we're going to talk in code. <laughs> this whole time. Hey, Tana, can you leave the room for a minute? <laughs> we have some things to talk about. Cool, cool. Or maybe we have nothing to talk about. <laughs> you know oh. what I mean? You don't know what I mean. Right, right, right. Mm. Uh, I get it. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I'll give you my HBO password if I can remember it. But okay, so your podcast involves eating a lot of fast food. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, is anyone concerned? About that, I'm bringing it up because <laughs> yeah. of our. She's just going in there. It is Anyone relevant to our podcast. Oh, for sure. Right. You know what I mean. You know the the funny thing is, and and this is maybe jumping ahead a little bit, but my father had pancreatic cancer, yeah. and he is a guy who took very good care of himself. Like it was it was a guy who kind of ate well and and worked out all the time and stuff. And and so Nick and I do. I think we do both think of it and like right. the stuff that we're putting into our body, like could you know be i mean we know it's harmful but then like it could be harmful in the way that it, maybe it's cancer it's uh, cancer causing or whatever but i've uh, a part of me thinks that we'll end it and and turn things around as well uh, at some point as well but but also you eat pretty healthily outside of the podcast yeah i would say I try. You, you make an effort at it i, I don't I think, make an effort yeah, at it but I mean, then sometimes i have a bad couple weeks or we, something neither of us is super strict yeah. about uh, our diets outside of the podcast but we do try to be conscious of not yeah. eating too much bad food that's a part of the issue is that we do love bad food mm-hmm. so it's like okay well I, I try to budget it as we've got our one I, we've got our one terrible meal we got to eat each week. Yeah. The problem is that sometimes, like my what I want for my one terrible meal is I want I want you know Wendy's or I want yeah. Del Taco, but right. that week we're reviewing. Oh yeah. Um, Denny's, you yeah. know, and so we I get this awful food and it doesn't scratch that itch at all. Yeah. And so I end up having an additional oh. garbage meal. Yeah. And then I'm like, well, you know, at this point I just just go all the way, and then yeah. I have like Del Taco for lunch. Four out of five work days, which I literally did last week. Um, well, that's just, that's just because they. That's yeah. just because they got a, a Del Taco came like there was a new Del Taco close to your house, point six oh, miles no. from our apartment. Uh, it's it's a nightmare. They it's heard a good about burger. our podcast yeah. and were like, "Let's open a Del Taco <laughs> yeah. across from his house." Make Maybe that money. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's a. Uh, but I think as, as far as health consequences. I, I, I'm, my blood work has been pretty good when I've got yeah. it done. I don't, I think you, I, I don't want to, to disclose any of your health issues, Mitch, but I do know that like when you've, you've told me when you've talked with your trainer, you've maybe gotten some caution of like, Hey, be careful what you're eating. Yeah, right? for sure. I mean, like 
a, a part of me with what happened with my dad makes me be like, well, you can never tell what the hell is going to happen. Right. It's and totally, I just want to be happy. Yeah. It's, yeah. And I want to be happy. It's completely unpredictable. But also I am trying to be healthier and like I, I've had like my liver hasn't been great for the last year. Mm-hmm. And so that is a thing that I have thought about and is scary and, and that's yeah. drinking and, and yeah. eating. So yeah. But you're I mean, working with a personal trainer? I am working with three days a week. So Amazing. that that helps. Yeah, that yeah. that definitely helps. And without that I would be in huge trouble. Yeah. So so that that uh, so that's 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 a part of it. And and we we're both thinking about it. I mean it's a thing we do think about and I don't know if we necessarily are like fear that constantly or anything like that, or if that's like a, like a, but I mean, I know it's a thing that could happen. Well, I certainly, I mean, we, we certainly are, are keenly aware of what putting bad food into your body can do to you, at least from like a, 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 at a minimum, at least from a weight standpoint, because, you know, I used to be quite a bit heavier and I I slimmed down quite a bit and I've, I've yo-yoed a little bit, but I've, Mm. I've, I, you know, I'm, I'm generally about, uh, 30 to 40 pounds lighter than I was for most of my adult life now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, but I, I still like, like for me, it's like a lot of exercise. Like I'm, yeah. I go to the gym three or four times a week and I also do yoga oh, a couple right. of times. Sometimes I swim, sometimes I run. So like I'm, I'm exercising like six days a week just to maintain like a, a doughy, yeah. like shapeless <laughs> physique just to like stay at like neutral. It's funny when like, neutral. I'll be like, I'm feeling good. And I'm looking good after like weeks of that to train yeah. or something. And then you can just fall into like a doughboy slide of like, right. we, we and it, it just happened. We just, we had like two weeks of like heavy sit down rest where we went to Ruth's Chris yeah, and, a, and, and a, the Olive Garden, and the Olive Garden. We were like sitting down and eating like heavy. And then we, with our doubles, we were doing like, we were tasting a lot of food and stuff. Right. And so it was just like, well, they're like, now it's sliding back the other way. But yeah, our doubles are our bonus episodes where sometimes we eat something bad and sometimes we don't. Yeah. Today um, we ate quarter pounders today we ate quarter pounders yeah. which mm. are great the, the fresh quarter good. pounders are fantastic yeah. mm-hmm. um not nervous about those getting us sick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we also add, like this is the other thing so each and this is another thing we subject to ourselves uh, or subject ourselves to is that in march we do munch madness uh, yeah. the tournament that's of bad. champions that's, where we have a chain bad. restaurant that's tournament. very bad and so and this year it was the slices right so we were doing a pizza yeah. tournament I feel like we were consistently eating six to eight slices of pizza every week, right? Yeah, people were Probably like, oh, boo-hoo, that. they're eating like a couple slices of pizza a week. And it was like, no, I don't think people get that we were recording like multiple episodes, multiple episodes yeah. and the and the losers brackets and yeah. stuff. And we were eating so much pizza, right? Yeah. which we shouldn't, uh, whatever. Right, I was going to ask. We shouldn't know, do like, it. Do you take like one bite? I, I feel like to make <laughs> it real, bite. we would. <laughs> one slice, I feel like, is what we would normally do. It's tough because like, yeah, you can take a bite, but also it's it, it's hard to, like that's hard to do. That's a lot of self-control yeah. is required. But also I think we, we feel like we kind of want to, even though we're not professional food critics or chefs or really know all that much about food, we just like, we do want to feel like we're doing our dil- uh, yeah. due diligence and I right. feel like, you know, taking one bite of a burger, you don't quite get the assessment that you do eating most of or all. That's of why it. I just realized that's why it was bad because we do a slice of like cheese. We would do yeah. two different types of pizza. Right. And so it would be two places going up against each other. So that's four slices of At pizza. At minimum. And which is we were, a lot. Yeah. If we we're recording like three episodes that week, then it just, you know, you do the math. It was, I mean, you do the math. You well, do. Uh, <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. Whatever it is, it's a lot. I'm not going to do the math. <laughs> uh, but hey, don't feel bad. <laughs> the show's really good. Oh, I mean, I don't you. know. Like, Danielle 
and I, I mean, the three of us, we'd always treat ourselves to terrible food right. after uh, Danielle's chemotherapy treatments because it was like, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. doing all that. It was like, it's time for a yeah. sweet treat. Mm-hmm. Sweet treat. Yeah. And we get a yeah. lot of ice cream. And I don't know how many times Danielle was like, I need Wendy's right now. <laughs> You're going to buy me Wendy's. <laughs> I don't remember that. I don't think I was there for that? the Wendy's. Because I, I love Wendy's. Me through the drive through a lot. That spicy chicken sandwich. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. What's up. Hell yeah. Well, and I was just talking about this today. Like, I don't really, we don't really eat fast food, I guess, in general, but um, in college, it's college. Right. You're going to eat that kind of shit because you're like, wait, I'm an adult. I can choose to eat chicken wings every day. I'm (laughs) going to do that. (laughs) So, yeah, we would go to Wendy's to get hangover cures. And I feel like maybe chicken sandwich. It was comforting. So, I'm sure you were going, "Mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. that orange soda. Did you guys go to, you go into college together? Yeah, all three. Oh, three. Oh, okay. Oh, cool. Where, yeah. where at? Florida State University. Oh, fun. wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Some Seminoles in our midst. Oh, oh yeah. What are you guys, Gators? Hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm nothing. Hardcore. I'm a bomber. <laughs> <laughs> Ithaca bomber. Yeah. Oh, mm. that's problematic. A, that yeah. sounds. <laughs> as, uh, Which is funny because the Seminoles super are also. It's also problematic. Yeah. So it's yeah, it's true. But it's, it's not. It was cleared. By the Seminole tribe. Gave mm. it the stamp of yes. approval. Unlike the Redskins. Oh. But we're not. We're I not. Feel, talk I don't feel like a, <laughs> some, a person of authority when it comes to this. Right. To the topic yeah. of yes. appropriation. Look, yeah. we, didn't choose, uh, <laughs> we didn't choose the mascot. No. 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 We just I got into this. I did choose the bomber's mascot. <laughs> 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 Shit. I can't think of a clever segue. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Mitch, thank you so much for agreeing to open up about sure. your dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When was he diagnosed? Uh, he was diagnosed in, oh man, let me figure this out. April of 2011. Yeah, that's about right. Because he, pa- and then he passed, he passed away in, in March of 2012. Oh, wow. So almost, oh, so almost oh a gosh. year. Yeah. Okay. very fast yeah. yeah yeah uh how old was he he was 68 and then he passed away at, at 69 oh of, like a, a few months short of his of his 70th birthday mm. 69 pretty cool, <laughs> pretty, cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. pretty cool number to go out on though. we don't have the rapport to make for me to make that joke. <laughs> <laughs> i, I made it for us yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we were all thinking yeah UCB has taught you well. <laughs> um, what stage was he in when? Uh, he had uh, stage four pancreatic cancer. So oh. with pancreatic cancer, oh. a lot of the time, by the time they figure out you have it, it's usually pretty later on. It, like like it's it's usually a later stage because mm-hmm. it's just a it's one of those cancers that's it's hard to figure out that you have it. And so, and so it's like usually this thing that like his, I know that his, his stomach had hurt and, you know, he went to the doctor and, and I, I I remember, and and it was also, uh, God, um, I always say this wrong, but, um, metastasized. Is that correct? Yeah, you got it. Um, and so he, um, I I remember it's funny. The time that, the time that it happened, um, I had, I basically was, I think I, I didn't quit my job yet, but I but I was working at the Simpsons, and then I was doing this pilot for uh, that I for a stage show I did at UCB, and uh, I got picked up as a pilot for FX, and it was called What's Going On with Mike Mitchell, which is it was like this talk show where I wouldn't know what was like who the guests were or what any of the bits were going to be, and and basically they just pushed like me up a on stage. Dating show, but. Talk show. It was it was, it was it was it was it was a kind of like kind of, well it was basically just like they would 
uh, like they would put me up on stage and I'd be in a suit and and then they would give me cue cards and then I would read the cue cards and then I wouldn't know any of like what the bits were going to be or, or who the guests were. So it was it was basically like a show. Nick, I don't know. Yeah, if like could, a like a talk show where the host wasn't in on any of the prep. Yeah. yeah. So he's just being okay. you were just being ambushed by everything. <laughs> yeah. But in a suit. So yeah. 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 Right. I was in my suit. And that was basically all I would do. I'd dress up yeah. in a suit and then I would go. And sometimes they would even like kidnap me and, and take me places and right. stuff like that. It was, cra- it was crazy. And as, I mean, it's, I just like as, as someone who, who watched it, it's like, I think what was very funny about the show is that you have like no poker face. You, 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 you do not, you do not like respond well to like curveballs. You're just like everything no, you're not, panicking no. about. Yeah. And, uh, and then you like, there's like a get, like a guest comes out and it's like a big celebrity. You're like, Oh geez. Oh, like you're, you're just like flummo- visibly flummoxed by it. It's it, very, very endearing. It was, it was very, it was, and it was uh, the guests on the pilot were Will Ferrell and Jennifer Lawrence. Like they were big. Whoa. It was before Jennifer Lawrence got super famous, mm. but it was still like, no, it threw me off yeah. big time. But and you had a bit with Larry King, right? We did a bit, oh a bit with Larry King. Oh my gosh. They took me to a set of a porn pornography, if you remember correctly. Ooh. They're like, we, we have you on a set of a new movie. And I was like, the new X-Men? And then they took off my blindfold the and it was a, <laughs> and it was a porno. And I was like, oh, God. It was... Wait, so like people were having se- live sex in, in front, front of you? Like right in front of me. Oh. Whoa, that's yes. intense. Like, like, yes. Like from here... <laughs> Here's your couch, Couldn't basically. Couldn't you hear it when you were walking in? Uh, no, they, they, I think they got silent until oh, okay. I pulled off the. <laughs> like, Freeze, he's coming. <laughs> um, but that, so that show. And that was your first time seeing anything like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like porn. What's this? Old was I? <laughs> um, twenty nine. Wait, or something? wait. This is your. Did you pit, you pitched this pilot? Yeah, it was, it was, it was, so it was. So you put yourself in this. Oh, no, no, I, I didn't, I didn't pitch it. I, I was never oh, in on any of the pitches, but okay. I was a part of it, obviously. Right, right, and, right. I, and I, and I, it. yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so that pilot, we were shooting that pilot for FX and it was like a couple weeks before and I got a call from him that like he mm. had like, he went to the hospital because he felt sick and they're trying to figure out what it was and uh, Where he was like, he? it could be, and he was in Boston. Okay, so he's, yeah. and he was, he was, he, he was in Boston with my uh, mom and sister. And so like, uh, he was like, we don't know what it is. Like, it could be like heart thing or it could be like cancer. And he said cancer kind of early on. Mm -hmm. And then, and then I remember like following up with him. I was like, have you heard anything? He's like, we'll talk about it when I get out there. So he started saying that. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, um, you know, like I knew, I knew it wasn't a good thing. And then, uh, uh, the night of like the show, I never said anything with the show, but I always wanted to like, and I, I'm That's I'm actually tough. happy that I didn't say anything honestly in hindsight, but I wanted to be like my dad's here and like I'm thinking about him or whatever. But I I, I knew that night, the night of shooting the pilot, that he was like he was sick. Mm-hmm. So so I knew I knew he was I knew he was so, like something bad had happened. Uh, and then the day after the pilot, we were kind of sitting in my living room with the family, and he he told me he told me it was up, and we cried, and it was on the couch, and it was. It was a sad moment, and then a, a funnier day. I PA walked into the house with a new lamp for me. Oh my god! As this I was, was happening, I was like mid <laughs> mid crying on the on the couch with my dad. Uh, Wait, for this was like a, a for what's going on or no 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 they, they I mean it was like to give me a new lamp for because they steamrolled my bed. Oh okay. And my and my in the in the um. pilot for the show, <laughs> and so like we were like sitting there and like one of the saddest moments <laughs> that PA popped oh in with gosh. a new lamp and I was like oh, God, <laughs> God. <laughs> so fuck out of yeah, here. That's <laughs> always, there's always something. Uh, 
inappropriate that happens or like not inappropriate but you just know a, yeah like something, something with the yeah. circumstances yeah a, a sen- or a so your dad had come out moment. here he, he came out here to watch the pilot he and my mom oh and my, my sister yeah mm-hmm. and i so i knew like that night i knew something was wrong and i knew that they were gonna and they they didn't tell me that night obviously but then the next day he was like yeah i have pancreatic cancer and i kind of knew you know it was like never officially like said even though like when i heard the news it was kind of i knew that my dad was maybe going to pass away like you know with within some sort of time like i knew that there was now like some sort of timer or something but i but i didn't i i think i was still hopeful you know what i mean like yeah, in a, and i i i think i looked up you know like i looked up numbers and it was like it's like less than a five percent chance or something it's like very 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 small chance of of, of especially after it's um metastasized, metastasized yes mm-hmm. yeah so so yeah that that was that was that was that was a hard day um uh and then my dad was like let's go look at new cars <laughs> that was his way of yeah uh and then he 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 helped he he paid for half of a car uh and i paid for the other half and like over time i just right. i but he it was like his maybe his way of i had an already like a decade old car so it was a, kind of like a nice thing to get to do together i'm sure for him for him too, too yeah. yeah for him too yeah i mean I, and and so I, I did that pilot and then I, I quit my job at the Simpsons and then this is this was the, the what weird. was your job at the Simpsons this I, is a in fear of going on a tangent I was I was a, 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 a assistant to the writers like a production oh, cool. assistant basically yeah. um, and so I, I quit that job and then I think this was like kind of like some of the harder thing where and honestly like I think for my dad he was like you should stay out there and and keep working right. but I kind of wanted to go home and then it's that funny thing of like oh I like like I, I don't have my day job anymore because I was lucky to get some money from that pilot but then it was that weird thing of like oh man I'm like sitting like now I'm like doing that thing of being an unemployed actor. Hollywood person or actor yeah. or writer and and there's a lot of sitting around which made you think about stuff a lot yeah. more you know mm-hmm. so that so that was like definitely a difficult time but we we spent a lot of time together that year we went to chicago for uh the fourth of july and we went to uh we went to ireland on a family trip Mm. and stuff like that and then i went home for the holidays for like like a like a month or like longer than that yeah yeah Yeah, that's a lot of visits yeah and and he yeah oh no it was it was we, we we like made sure to do stuff like to see each other and stuff like that but then at the same time he didn't and honestly i I think that if I was home, I don't know what I would be doing and probably going out and maybe even annoying him more. You know what I mean? And, and so like, I, and I didn't want to annoy him and he wanted to live, a, he wanted to live his life still yeah. too. You know, he, right. he didn't want to make it. And he did. He, he worked up until basically the last month that he was alive. So, oh my uh, gosh. yeah, I know he, I mean, he loved to work and stuff, mm-hmm. but obviously the 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 chemo treatments were 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 rough okay. yeah so, i wanted to yeah. ask if he was doing any treatment oh yeah yeah he, he did like a very aggressive treatment and he lived they said that i mean my mom never told me but they told me that he was going to live for just like like would i think would be lucky to live for six months and then he lived double that yeah, so yeah. which okay. he you know he did for uh he did he did that for us so mm-hmm. um and yeah and and then meanwhile i don't know we were still doing shows back here and stuff right like, yeah yeah, that's got to be. Yeah. I mean, that that's just like hearing you describe it. The thing, the element that I don't think about as someone who hasn't had to, has been lucky enough to not have to experience anything like that. Um, 
is that that what you were saying about like not wanting both sides are kind of not wanting to be an imposition. Yeah. Like it's like it's like, you know, mm-hmm. your 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 family member, your friend probably wants to like spend time with you and but also is like I know you have your own life, so I don't want to do that. And then you're also thinking like, well, I want to spend time with them, but mm-hmm. I don't want to impose on because they probably have their own things to get in order, you know. That's probably got to be that's got to be a dynamic that I bet is just psychologically tough on both sides. Oh, for sure, yeah. I mean, he and he he was very like but he was like my dad was just like, "Hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you when you should come home." So he said that to me. He's like, "I'll wow. tell you when you right. should come home." Yeah. And then yeah. I spent a lot of time with him. I spent the holidays with him. And like at the, towards the ho- like in the holidays, he was like sicker. You know, he was obviously because that was like almost a almost a year later. But like you know, I would go home for the summer or whatever, and I went home for for Ireland, and we hung out in Ireland, and he seemed pretty good. You know, and yeah. and yeah, and, I was wondering like, how is he? carrying on you know mm-hmm. in the day-to-day while he's undergoing chemotherapy and he's still yeah. working and he's like powering through it did you ever really see uh the effects of all that for or, sure yeah. i mean i saw i saw the effects of the chemo i mean like it would be rough you know what i mean like and that's some stuff like you know when he, he would he would get sick and stuff and obviously it's like you think of I mean, my my dad was my best friend and you, and you think of him mm-hmm. as kind of like a strong guy. So you don't want to picture him, you know, in being, being sick. And I, you know, I didn't see like a ton of it. And my mom and sister saw a lot of, a lot of that stuff where the, the, and, and I forever, you know, love my mom and sister, but I'm forever grateful to them for, for being there and, 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 and really taking care of them and going to all the chemo treatments and stuff like that and mm-hmm. doing some, some really tough stuff, which is, which is, I mean, like they're great people, but it's it's hard to think about that. Yeah. 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 And Nick, do you, do you remember? <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> You're like looking at Danielle. Like, where did that voice come from? <laughs> I don't. I, not to assume that you guys were very close at this time, but mm-hmm. were you aware? Yeah, that I mean, this was happening. Like- I I certainly I you know I I certainly knew this thing was was going on that Mitch, this was something Mitch was dealing with. Um, you know, I I'd met his dad I think at least once, perhaps a couple of times when he'd been out for shows. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, a, a lovely man. Uh, you know, I didn't I didn't get a lot. I spent a lot of time to get to know him well, but a very very nice man. Uh, and um, I know he meant a lot to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the the thing that I remember, Mitch is so after your your dad passed yeah um we sent you some flowers and sent you a card and you sent me back uh i, I don't know if you know where i'm going with this but you oh, sent yeah. you sent me back a card um just like just to me that was like uh you know like a little thank you for it yeah and so i opened this card up and it's just like the most sincere, like, like, Hey Nick, it's like, it's honestly one of the nicest things I've ever seen from you from a guy who like, we give each, you know, this is, we have, we have our own mm-hmm. sort of relationship, but it was just like this very sincere, like that meant a lot to me. You know, my family's been going through a lot and, uh, you know, like, mm-hmm. like, like it's really just like, it was such a, such a great thing to receive and know you're thinking of me. <laughs> yeah. And then there's like a little arrow to flip it over <laughs> yeah. and I flip over the card and on the back side it's like, all right, here's the truth, you piece of shit. You're a you're a fucking hack. No one likes you. Going back to your group text. Yeah, exactly. Just 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 lays into me in the most profane manner for like a full paragraph. Amazing. Yeah. Oh my god. Was, Dude, Mitch was just like was smiling, great. and I was like, what? Yeah. What's so funny I remember. I remember. I, I remember. I have a good memory knowing that yeah. I specifically put it on the back. Of yeah. The <laughs> Little arrow. I should have. Fa- I should have found it and taken a picture of it. I was, was really, say, do you, really do you still have? 
have it? Yeah, I still have it. Yeah. Could you send us a picture? I'll look for it. I'll or, try to dig it. Especially the back. The, the inside. Back the inside is okay. very. Per- I think right. the inside yeah. is pretty yeah. personal. The back. The back. Yeah, I can send the back. Um, I, you know, and I, it, like I tried to send thank yous like that to everybody that mm. was helpful during that time, and and I remember I, I sent I sent you all of a birthday boys and a kiss from daddy an email early on. Yeah, which I feel like. I feel like some people were like weird, you know, it's that weird thing. And this is like always such a hard thing going, going through it. I, I feel like people don't know how to act and I'm sure yeah. that you deal with this so much. You mean like acting like when people are reaching out to you? Well, yeah. When, when you're, when you're sick, some people don't know how to, and, and not even when you're sick for my, from my experience, obviously it's my, my, a family member was, was mm-hmm. sick, but people don't know how to react to you. Some people, contact you and reach out some people kind of shy away and get scared it's it's like a very interesting thing and with that email i was like oh maybe this is like will weird some of these people out but like it's helpful for me to write this email and maybe some people were like what like what's going on that you are right like maybe people thought that or something but it's such a thing that like i wanted the the people i wanted these people specifically that knew Mm -hmm. me to know in case I was weird or, or, or acting different or whatever, because there, there, there is a weird, I mean, especially like when my dad was sick or or when he passed away, my mom was like, don't talk about it. My mom didn't want me to talk about it publicly, uh, like Mm. then, and I don't know if she'll care about it now, but I, I did like kind of agree with her a little bit. I like, it's just as far as like when he passed away and stuff, like I'm happy now that I, I didn't post anything, but at the same time you want, you want the world to know this pain that you're going through or whatever you want everybody Mm -hmm. to know that you're, that you're hurting, you know, but mm-hmm. and at the same time, you don't want anyone to know it. It's like such a weird yeah. combo of, of the two. But I, I think my, just to, for any sort of advice for someone who's gone through this end of it, which is I've never had cancer myself, but it's just like, you can't do anything wrong really is, is the truth of the matter. Someone who, who goes through something like that, like you'll get mad at some people and then some people will be closer to you than they've ever been before. And, and, and you 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 can't act wrong you the, the you you can't act wrong you like you can have a lot of different thoughts and emotions but never feel bad for for any of that i feel like cuz cuz it's such a crazy and and wild thing so 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 never ne- never feel wrong for feeling a certain way or acting a certain way or doing a certain thing cuz i, I cuz I, I don't think there's i don't think you can do anything wrong in in a situation like that and then also like there like the things that like where I was like, oh man, like this this person didn't reach out, and I thought they were a close friend or something. A lot of that stuff, like with time, kind of heals too, and and you understand that maybe it wasn't necessarily like a thing of a person being intentionally trying to hurt you or, any, right. or anything like yeah. that. It was just a, a people not understanding how to deal with it, yeah, which no sure. one really knows how to deal with it. Mm-hmm. So that's 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 kind of like a a big a big lesson I learned. But then for anyone listening who's dealing with that with too, like don't be afraid to reach out and to try to like help comfort people. I, I feel like that's, it is super helpful to, mm-hmm. to have someone yeah. kind of reach out and say that even just that they're thinking about yeah. you and that, 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 that for me was, was so helpful and, and, and I was so appreciative of some people that I got even closer to that, like that I'll forever remember things like mm-hmm. that. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah I was going to wanted to touch on what you said about don't feel bad about how you feel. And I think it's just because everybody copes and feels pain differently just to to that effect of um 
if you want to close yourself off or if you want to tell everybody out there what's going on, yeah, there is no right or wrong. For sure, it's yeah. It's whatever's going to make you feel better in that situation because you're the one that's hurting. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, that, that's... And then my mom was like, oh, like, like when he passed away, she's like, don't post about how he passed away. And then I was like, oh, man, like, I probably would cringe if I had wrote a big post about it, if I looked back on it. But then at the same time, I never blame anyone for writing a big Facebook post about it. I think you deal with it whatever way you deal with it. And in many ways, like, you know, like, I loved my dad. And and he he was, like I told you, he was my best friend. I called him every day from when I was, when I went to college till when I was in L.A. I just called him every day and loved him. And, 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 And so that is, like, the sad thing when, when you go away to home and then, you come back and then some people don't even know what you've dealt with or what you're dealing with. And and then there can be some, you know, sometimes you can get that can cause anger for, and I'm not saying it's like legitimate or, you know, but like you can sometimes be like, man, I've been through so much and no one even knows that I went through that or something. And, and, and it, and it can just, it can cause a lot of different conflicting emotions or whatever, but that's not wrong to feel that way. None of, right. none of that stuff is wrong or bad. It's just, it's just what happens when you go through it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. That is true. I know that when uh, my dad passed away in 2013, he was 80, um, but I was not my best self when that was happening and his health was deteriorating. So I felt like I wanted to tell people so that I could get a, I don't know, I felt like I was drinking and apologizing a lot. Oh. Well, yeah. I, I was going to ask what when you I meant. was going through treatment, I was like, I got cancer and like, so that I can <laughs> just get away with whatever. I was milking that for all it was. <laughs> <I mean. laughs> as you should, as there's yeah. not, you yeah. can, that's not, that's <laughs> right. not wrong to do the day after my dad's funeral, like a bunch of like, they took me out drinking like from early on in the day. And it was like, you know, like kind of like an Irish funeral sort of thing. And it was great. It was like, it was like <laughs> such a great, great relief, the release, honestly, like it was just, it was super helpful. And I, I, yeah. I specifically remember it being very helpful. I dealt with a lot of food. I ate so much food. And, and oh, I mean, man, that yeah. makes sense because that's my addiction. And I always joked mm-hmm. on Doughboys that that was the plus side of, of, uh, <laughs> right. all these, all these food baskets coming, that huge plus side of your dad dying. Um, oh. uh, but like, uh, I, I, I was just eating, obviously that's a joke. I would <laughs> yeah, yeah, give every food you. basket away, of course. but like, uh, I, I, there was just so much food and I was eating so much. And obviously that is, we've talked about that being one of our vices, our, our, yes, our, yeah. probably both of our, our biggest vice. Yeah. That's kind of the trap of this podcast. Yeah. We know that's like an addiction of ours. And then this, this kind of encourages that. Yeah. And, and, and that was like, and I, I definitely turned to that. And then a few years later we had a friend pass away mm-hmm. too. Cause I, after, after my dad passed away, it was about three, that first year was so awful. And then about by the third year, you're like, okay, like things are kind of normal. Right. I feel like in my mind, I'm like, oh, like things are never normal again. In in one way, you know what I mean. Like yeah, things, it's a different path. It's just different. It's just yeah. different. Yeah, things change completely. Like you'll always remember that person. You're you're you are you are you're different. It's it's it changes you. And then around about three years, but you know, honestly, I was like, oh, the three years in, it felt like I was like, okay, I'm kind of like living and being, and things seem normal again in in some way. And then fucking our other our friend died, Harris. Yeah. Yeah. One of our oh, good friends yeah. died. So that was a kind of bad one to right. punch. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that was, I mean, and this was like, you know, um, and I know it was particularly tough for you because you and Harris are very close. 
and you know, I, I was I was friends with Harris, but you guys had a, a, a definitely had a, a, a special closeness, and I know that was like, a, you know, a really tough thing for you to deal with, especially coming on the heels of this other tragedy. Yeah, yeah, that was that was tough, and especially when you're like, oh, well, like there's there's this weird thing after like my dad passed away, where you're like, oh, I, I'm invincible now. Because nothing right. can ever right. be Boy, as bad as yeah. I know. And do you kind of exactly feel, how? Yeah. Sorry. No, no. Did you kind of feel a little numb? For when when Harris died, or or um, or just like I, in general? Or you th- you th- had thought you felt a little numb, and then Harris died. Yeah, yeah. I, I I feel like I felt numb. There were like there was probably like a year where I probably felt pretty numb. Honestly, I was like, well, I can never go through. Like, I'll never have to go through anything as hard as this again, is what I told myself in my head. Mm-hmm. And when Harris passed away, it was like, oh, you were wrong. This is like, you know, like my dad is my dad and it's very close, but this is like a different mm-hmm. hurt yeah, and a different a, pain. And yeah. Yeah. yeah when you, you realize that you're not invincible. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, when you like lose this someone, is not necessarily the worst. To come. Yeah. Like, a friend always yours. ebbs and flows. And mm-hmm. when yeah. they're younger, it's, it's really difficult to yeah. lose someone that's young. And it, it's not, necessarily like oh they were lived a long healthy fun life they were in their 80s and their 90s yeah right but yeah. then you question yeah oh this could happen to me or yeah. another friend harris was like was was maybe 30 i think mm-hmm. i think he was 30 when he passed away but with my dad that i mean that was the one thing that like he so you know when he called me there's i'll get into this and then i won't touch on it long but when he called me to come back like he well he knew he was sick and I was back for for the holidays for a long time and then I came back here and then it wasn't much long later that he was like you should come back again and then I went back home and it was like a few weeks till he passed away but you know like I got to say goodbye to my dad like we went into the hospital and and we were in like the, the what's it called the not 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 intensive care but basically like a ward of the hospital that was like for like i guess hospice i guess probably hospice yeah Yeah. and it was at it was at mass general which is a great hospital and like i had so much love for the doctors and nurses and all these geniuses that helped my dad live longer you know like i Mm -hmm. i I will forever be grateful for those people and like then we were we were there my dad was like conscious and then he had like like he was he was awake and, and he would like have an elevated heart rate and then we he had like this one last great day where we like watched jeopardy he was up and walking around and then we were like his his heart rate went down and, and they're like oh he's gonna he like we'll let him go tomorrow and then the next day he he had a heart attack mm-hmm. um i remember my yeah. sister and i were downstairs to get like breakfast and then you know we got a call we ran upstairs and he had had a heart attack oh and um and so then he went into the intensive care unit and then we, you know, we got to, we got to, we got to say goodbye to him. You know, we, we, he was still alive. He hadn't passed away, but you know, like we, we played a couple songs for him and then I, I held his hand as, as he passed away. So. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, man. Thank no, you so okay. much yeah. for sharing. Yeah. Yeah. That was a, a sad thing, but I, I, and I don't even know if it's worth telling, but of I, course I, it yeah. is. I mean, I mean, everyone goes through it more or less yeah. and more or less. Well, do I mean, you, I don't want to say traumatic, but if it's helpful at all, that's, that's, that's what yeah. I, that's what I hope. Yeah. Is it's it absolutely helpful. Is it easy for you to talk about it or is it, I've, I never really talked about it before, honestly. Oh yeah. my gosh. I've, I've told, I've told, I've told some, some friends about it. That's, that's kind of it. Well, we really appreciate yeah. it. Of course. Yeah. The truth. But it's interesting because it makes me reflect on like how 
on my experience losing my father, my relationship with my father was completely sounds probably like the, maybe the opposite of yours. Mm -hmm. It's just a complicated relationship. Uh, but it's always hard and, and complicated. Yeah. If you're sounding redundant, like to lose a parent and yeah, yeah, I was flying back and forth a lot. I should have, there's a part of me that's like, I should have just gone home Mm -hmm. and stayed home because I wasn't like being particularly productive in LA you know, um, cause I was constantly flying back and, but yeah, you remember, it's like that weird slow motion when you're at the hospital. I remember I was pulling up and someone that my dad knew who was visiting, um, like he started walking down the hallway. He saw me and like, he was startled, which offended me. Cause I don't know, you know, it's complicated. Every right, your yeah. emotions are running high, but he didn't like come up to me. He like, looked startled and then turned around and walked away because he didn't want to like be the one to tell me. And he Mm. got like a fellow female uh, friend to like, so she turned the corner next. And I mean, I just, and then I was like, Oh yeah. Oh, um, and that's exactly that thing of like, yeah, like I, I a hundred percent understand being annoyed with that person too. You know what I mean? Yeah. It like, makes sense. There's nothing wrong with that too. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, even though, yeah, he was in the ICU and even, or like, it was also not technically hospice. I don't know what it, yeah. I guess it was it, just the ICU. Dr. Riley was talking palliative about palliative care. care. Yes. My dad didn't. That's, that's what mine was palliative yeah. care. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think so for me, but maybe. I did not feel like palliative care. Also, I want to say that 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 guy also seemed to not know how to handle it at all. Yeah, he did not know how to handle it. He seems like one of those people that just can't doesn't know how to handle it. Yeah, that's definitely that was definitely (laughs) true. His eyes got big, and he like immediately turned around. Yeah, (laughs) he immediately turned around. Uh, I didn't like it. That wasn't the most. I was just like. That guy is so weird. <laughs> uh, but then when like I saw who was who turned the corner next, I put it together and I was like, oh, shit. Because, mm. you know, even though it's really bad and it's very obvious what's about to happen, I think the whole time I was like, he's going to. Yeah. Right. You know? Um, yeah. So. Not to make it about me. I don't want to talk about this. This isn't no, even I, cancer I, related. I, 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 but I, I, any I, opportunity to fucking talk about my damn dad. It's like DW. I can't I, I, stop. I, I think that like I I I I can relate to that just in that you think that they're gonna be you 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 yeah. think they'll be okay. And like I said, like dads are kind of indestructible or something to you. So And it's hard to watch them because even then, yeah. like even though my dad was it was a tough relationship. He was still the like patriarch, you yeah. know, and it was, it's always tough to like, to recognize that, that they have mortality. To, mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I scattered his ashes recently, my, my portion of them in my backyard. And it was one of those, like, you know, I was having my moment making my peace and all that. And then all of a sudden, like my dog's neighbors started my neighbor's dogs uh, started obnoxiously <laughs> like barking. Like, I don't know. It was kind of, it just reminded me of that moment when the PA brought the lamp into, your, <laughs> oh, yeah, into the room where I was like, right. <laughs> it brings you to, down to <laughs> yeah, earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you know what's it's happening like, here? <laughs> I'm having a, my own funeral, right? Not my funeral, but you know what I mean? Uh, 
but yeah and then but it was also appropriate because i was like yeah of course of course it whatever this, <laughs> right, of course right. this is how this moment happens and i, I also just want to say just because and you know this is maybe me speaking from a similar point where a view where i'm like oh i was out here for yeah. some of that stuff but yeah you know like your your dad or, or any parents you know they always want you to like keep living your life so you know like you know if it's putting your life on hold and coming back you know like mm -hmm. that's that's the sort of thing that you shouldn't you shouldn't you shouldn't feel yeah. sorry about you know you shouldn't feel bad about and and my my my, my dad's was like was like you would was trying to be like you would annoy me if you came home <laughs> yeah. and i he's right and i, I mean like and, and yeah. like no parent wants their like and your dad doesn't want to you know he doesn't want to feel weak or sick in front of you either that you know what i mean truth. like so yeah, so definitely. so there's there's nothing there's nothing wrong with continuing to live your life when if, even if someone is sick it's hard and you feel guilty but yeah you you don't you don't have to feel bad about that Thank you. You yeah. don't have to yeah. feel bad about it. Exactly, me. yeah. Uh, did you, I don't know, Did you? were you in therapy at the time or did you do anything to try and cope? No, I should have. Yeah. I should have, especially after he died and then especially after Harris died, I probably should mm -hmm. have gone to therapy. I think, you know, it was, it was just this crazy thing of like, like um, when he, like, you know, he, he passed away, I was 29. And so when he, and so I was like, when I found out he was sick, I was like 28 or something. So it was like this weird thing where I was like, he was sick and then he passed away. And then I, and then I was like 30. It felt like this weird thing where I was like, Oh my God, like my, like my twenties are gone. And then I like, was like, well, I've like, yeah. yeah, it was crazy. I was like, yeah. I've been in like one good relationship. I, I like, where am I at as far as like work goes? I felt like it, it made me like kind of analyze some stuff where I'm like, I'm so, I'm 30 years old. I'm so far behind on some stuff. And so that kind of got me like kind of anxious on some, but then also and so much of my twenties out here were just, were spent in comedy clubs. So I was like, man, yeah. all of a sudden, like I went from being out in LA and like doing my thing until all of a sudden I'm feeling like, oh man, I feel old and I feel behind <laughs> or something. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I don't know if this is a good or bad thing, but this maybe plays into why I didn't do, I didn't go to therapy, but, uh, this the birthday boys the sketch group i was in we our show got picked up yep. basically right around after we we, we were doing a, our pilot while he was he was sick basically wow. so this the show got the show got picked up and and i threw myself in into work and right. and then You're got into therapy. a relationship right then too so it was like okay <laughs> right. a couple check marks or whatever not that that like ease and it's now still things i talk about now even like now that the show is over i've broken up with that person but like it, it, it was still like a thing that maybe like oh time to get like going here you're, you're not a, a right, child yeah. anymore it's time to to live life a little bit more which yeah. is it can be a good thing in some ways and then a bad thing in other ways where you're you shouldn't be worried or hurried or thinking about things like That's that true. yeah i thought the but we were going to say bad thing in some other ways i thought you're going to talk about having to spend so much time with matt koalik <laughs> We love Kowalik. Remember the birthday boys. <laughs> I spent two years with them. Yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Worst time of my life. But yeah. The, 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 Did you live with him? Or? Oh, I lived with him too. Oh, yeah. okay. And he, Kowalik was very nice during that time. And Armin was, uh, Armin Weitzman was very close to me. But And 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 so many uh, friends from Quincy were just so awesome when I was home and stuff. And when my dad passed away and they were there for me and people I've always loved and, and who, 
who really showed how much and why I love him and why I continue to love him. But like, like Nick Weiger, Nick Weiger too. <laughs> Nick, Nick, Nick <laughs> too, of course. <laughs> and, and also like Nick, Nick and I, are, Nick and my relationship at that point wasn't a thing where like I wasn't gonna cry well, on Nick's shoulder your, about okay. it or anything like that. Right. Like like we, we we you were very nice about it, and you guys sent. You know, you you send flowers to my dad's. Yeah, uh, that's very my dad's wake. thoughtful. Yeah, it was it was it was it was it was some very nice stuff. Yeah, but um, it was, but like you like you were some of the other other people you were mentioning were people that you were maybe more likely to confide in and have like right. a you know a yeah. sort of you know heart to heart with. Yeah. Um, whereas we were more not acquaintances, but fr- we were like friends. We we're like yeah. regular yeah. friends. Uh, like what a, do you call a regular friend? <laughs> we're like friend. a boy and his robot. You yeah. know, right? <laughs> Wait a minute. Nick and I, Nick, I mean, Nick, Nick means a lot to me, obviously too, but then like, yeah, at that, at that point, I don't, you know, and, 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 and even now, like, like there, there's some people that, like, and that's the thing too, is like, you can't, you know, like there, there are some people who will handle it differently and right. some relationships will be even stronger. Mm-hmm. Some people you don't even expect too much from and even they'll go above and beyond or even them just being there like my relationship with nick is like you know like even just being able to talk to him or anything about it or honestly even just being able to to joke with him about it yeah because nick is i mean like and i'll say this is like you're not you're not a super emotional outwardly emotional person which right. is which is I internalize a lot which is okay not that he's like a, the in the and 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 I've been, I've been told it's not okay <laughs> <laughs> uh, but i remember when ways. yeah <laughs> when, when harris passed away i remember hugging you and we and oh we yeah were both uh, we, we were both uh crying but then also nick is right. a guy who for me so much like you know like joking and 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 that's like how i got through so much exactly. of that stuff it's really it's, important it's huge yeah. is 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 people not treating you weird and, I, and i'm sure that you can i'm sure you can speak to that more in in like ways of in a different way but like when people what people will will be like oh it's like things are different they'll be they'll treat you weird or different and mm-hmm. and you're like hey everything is still the same it's just a sad thing i'm going through or yeah. whatever so i don't like i don't feel like i got treated too much like i was sick that's and great I, yeah. yeah um but like i said i used to like play the cancer card to try to get out of things that i didn't want to do I was tired a lot and I did get like pretty sick during my treatment. Yeah, you were going through some intensive <laughs> chemo. But she, yeah. What were you going to say? Nothing. Just that like it's just so bizarre because I knew like we're here watching you go through, you know, spending all of last year going through this and feeling sim- the symptoms of chemotherapy. And to me, I was like, you just seem kind of tired. Yeah. <laughs> You're so strong. I was. I don't know. That's all. That's all. (laughs) Thanks. But even Um, did you feel before just like your dad definitely felt going through chemo, but Mm. just you just want normalcy still. Yeah. And going to I mean, you still worked part time. And yeah, I worked mm -hmm. part time through my therapy. The second half of the therapy, we changed to a different kind of chemo because the first kind wasn't working. And that one really kicked my ass Um, was in bed for like a week and just like oh, constantly wow. sleeping and like nauseous, but I never th- really threw up because mm-hmm. I was on nausea medication. Um, it was hard for you to even sit up. Yeah. I, just, I remember seeing her. I don't remember if it well, was I after remember the when, first. When, was it the first red devil, pink devil? Yeah. I mean, it was like when we had started the podcast and we were going to, Oh like, yeah, we got it was together. Be launched, That's and right. we were just like everyone was really excited. That's when I and really I was sitting saw... in my bed, and I was like, "I want to be excited right now, guys." <laughs> 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 I swear, I'm excited. I just, I'm just can't like, show yeah. it. 
you guys gotta go i gotta yeah. go to sleep yeah. <laughs> that's when i really saw but it. i i was true. grateful that you guys came over and were like happy and celebrating mm. in a way too because and not just like oh we have to be delicate with danielle mm. because look we weren't like be dancing like around the room or no. anything no, no, yeah we were popping bottles <laughs> we're throwing, throwing, throwing dollars we're like get the fuck up <laughs> it was when when, it, when is it after the after dollars, the one dollar bills one dollar bills we were stripping Nichols. for each other <laughs> yeah. Nichols when, when when is it after because it, it's is it basically how many how many days after the chemo treatment I would rem- I knew this more so back you know six years ago or whatever but what, what how many days after the chemo treatment is it that you usually feel pretty sick it's like that next week basically right it well can be bad every or... every like there's so many different kinds of chemotherapy so i don't yeah. know like what def- what medication your father was on uh-huh. um the first medication that i was on taxol because i take another medication now that sounds like it Anyways, don't worry between the three of us yeah, we know we'll them all we know everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh that one a lot of people like a lot of women because it's a popular chemotherapy for breast cancer and i was just of course before i even started was reading online like side effects and everything and a lot of women were just like nauseous constantly i can't get mm-hmm. out of bed and i that like didn't do anything to me mm. like mm-hmm. i wasn't maybe fatigued a little bit for a couple of days afterwards but like no nausea yeah. i was fine i was fine to go to work like the tuesday after getting treatment on a friday yeah. um and then i changed over to a different uh regimen and it was adromycin and cetoxin so it was a two and that one well the first one that i was on i was doing every week for three weeks and then i would have one week to recover this one was i would do it once and then have two weeks off so it had to be like spaced out even farther that's that how intense, intense it was yeah. the first treatment that i had i that very like a couple hours later because i had gone with my mom and we went to go eat and we were eating and i was like i have to go home i can't i can't sit up right now oh wow and i was out for like probably five days oh man just oh, like mm-hmm. couldn't even yeah i couldn't even sit up Ooh, it was awful yeah thankfully her mom was in town and she could like cook for her and right oh, man. Yeah. be there with her yeah that's that i mean like besides having appreciation for doctors and nurses and everyone who helped take care of my dad and 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 helped him live longer i obviously have way like for what my dad you know my dad did it so that he could live longer and be with his family longer and i, I have respect for everyone who goes through it obviously it's such a a hard thing and I, I remember like he would he would be out like golfing and stuff when it was like you know when he like was in his recovery weeks mm-hmm. from chemo yeah we and took the- trips i like took some mm-hmm. trips with some girlfriends that i went to high school with and then we also traveled to florida mm-hmm. um like on some off weeks yeah yeah and yeah he, and he would be completely normal and enjoy it. and then yeah it was just like that week the you know like the few days or whatever after after chemo where it would be like bad and then later on as it kept going it got worse you know like it, it mm. seemed like it was really hard to to handle it yeah. But, yeah i remember now actually my mom wasn't here for my first two of the bad mm-hmm. treatments right and then she was only gonna because co- it was four of them yeah and she was only gonna come for the last one and i like called her crying i was like you need to come here <laughs> earlier <laughs> i'm like i can't take care of myself i can't do this and like my these girls were here and like to help me but they have their own lives too and i didn't right. want to like be like i need you guys to come and like make food for me and feed me i know if i would have asked them that they would have done it but i didn't i i don't know i was just like mom just come and take care of me you know <laughs> just come <laughs> and she wanted to <laughs> <Yeah. Yeah. laughs> of course 
I would have. I don't know. You brought me like mac and cheese and soup and stuff, and so did you. Only the I finest. I didn't ask. Didn't do anything. <laughs> Tana, Tana didn't, didn't show do up shit. with a bottle of wine. Yeah. Like, Tana, I can't drink right now. And I'm like, yeah, yeah it's for me. <laughs> yeah, I need this. Yeah. <laughs> this is my medicine. Yeah. Was there anything that you didn't? Because I, I know for for my dad, like uh, he he like had trouble because he was supposed to drink liquids and he had trouble drinking like all the water you're supposed to be drinking. And so he drank vitamin water a bunch, which I don't think my dad ever had vitamin water ever in his entire <laughs> life until he started doing chemo. I still have one of his vitamin, uh, like vitamin water bottles on my shelf in Quincy. But like, uh, was there any food or anything like that, that like that you couldn't eat anymore because that it started to taste different? Cause I know that all that happened. food tasted so bad in the end. Like, oh wow. Yeah. Everything tasted bitter and it was mm. like, it wasn't that I wasn't hungry or like I didn't want to eat. Everything just tasted really bad. Yeah. yeah. And I would just like be like, Mom, make me rice and beans. Rice and beans. And that was the yeah. only thing I could really eat. Um, was it because it was like kind of bland and starchy or? Like anything green, like uh-huh. greens were just like the worst. Oh, oh wow. I know, right? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> trying to think of what else. I can't. Mac and cheese. Well, I mean. Yeah. Oh, I'm trying to think of what tasted bad to me. You can yeah. ask my mom. She'd like. What about your mom's plantain soup? Oh, I mean, that was so good. Did she make that when she was here? I can't remember. Not the, she, I don't know, not the second hot. time. It, it was, was the really first hot time. when she was here. But I told Heather, that's like a cold weather dish. Oh, that's mm, right. Okay. She Whatever. was here in the summer and she's just like. But oh. she took a trip out earlier when you were first diagnosed, no? Yeah, in March. Yeah, that's when she made it. She made it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember. What's not in this plantain time. soup? It's so she cooks plantains. the uh, bone in chicken right. in a broth to make like a chicken broth with mm. some veggies and stuff. So, and then she scoops it out, shreds the chicken. I, I was like, what do you do, Violet? What <laughs> is Separately, it? she's also cooking plantains. Yeah, smashing okay. the plantains and I think frying them mm-hmm. into like mm-hmm. little little pancakes. Tostones. Tostones, thank you. And then putting them in. There, it's just love. Right. Yeah, <laughs> it's her love. It's yeah. so good. And, it's then, so good. and then she'll take like all the chicken out and then the way I like it is that she'll blend it with the plantains and the broth. So it's like this creamy oh pureed like, thick yeah and it's and then oh and you have to have lime chicken back in it oh wow and then with rice mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and and a, lot, and a of lot of lime juice, juice. yep it's funny yep. that we somehow turned this into food. <laughs> <laughs> so many, how many forks you guys give this plantain soup? Uh, <laughs> sounds like a four and a half fork. Next time we'll have five. So, here, right. have we'll fly violet sure. in <laughs> to make some plantain soup. I ate so many chocolate-covered uh, pineapples from, uh, uh, what's the edible? What's, what, uh, edible uh, arrangements. Edible arrangements. What? Oh, my gosh. We had like a billion edible arrangements. We, we, we like We put them out on our, on our like porch because it was March. We right. just like had like... 12 edible arrangements out on our like porch deck that was an, an enclosed porch but it was still cold yeah oh there was, <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, why are there like doing? for people to come by <laughs> to pick them up <laughs> <laughs> right. there, was so, there was there was so much food i mean it's it is yeah. it's helpful yeah. it's helpful in many ways mm-hmm. yeah. and that's in addition to your normal edible arrangements right? <laughs> <laughs> you got like a netflix yeah, plan. Subscription. Yeah. i already brought home a bunch from california <laughs> That's so specific. I don't think I've ever had like, an edible no arrangement. No one sent me an edible arrangement. I remember Haley got one for her birthday once because, do you remember? The branch we Yeah. We lived together as well in uh, college in for a year. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember. She got she one for like, something? We were like, thought it was the funniest thing. And she's like, these are really cool. And I think she had told her mom and her mom sent her for That's her birthday. That's what it was. Yeah, her yeah. mom sent it to her. <laughs> I get super into this uh, Star Wars card trader app. 
for a while. Yes, I remember this. And uh, I so like you had the oh, yeah. a way you could get extra currency for it was like uh, by like placing orders through the app and then you would get like a credit that you could use to buy more cards. So <laughs> I, I ended up ordering like just like these old coworkers. I just sent them Sherry's Berries because... <laughs> Sherry's Berries. Yeah, yeah, because it got me like... Who do was that? Like Ferguson or something? Yeah, like, I sent yeah. to the I sent to the comedy Bang Bang writer's room <laughs> Sherry's Berries basket because it gave me like... Three thirty thousand credits for the Star Wars Trader app, so I could get like Count Dooku. I'm only <laughs> like doing the, this for my card. It was like the most wasteful thing I ever did. And then they got it, and they're like, "What? Why did you do this?" No one was like happy about it. It's a burden. Yeah. Nobody wants it. Yeah. Oh yeah. By the way, we're huge losers. I don't know, I don't know if you knew that. Wait. So how much was the basket? I think it was. I. I like if you did the the math, I was definitely getting very badly ripped off because also too it's like you're you're getting it's an app so you're really paying for like a jpeg like you're getting just like an image of a i think of a car i think after my dad passed away you sent me a watt tambor card feel better buddy that guy's a valuable Paid member a of the trade federation <laughs> what's you it was just a pixelated card on your yeah. phone. It's a yeah, digital, it's a di- it's yeah. all digital. Mm. Yeah, that's like Tops does like Tops that does. If I don't know if any of you got got baseball card or like any sort of trading cards when you were, I used to get Alf cards and stuff. No, like only that. Pogs. A Pogs. Okay, Pogs, it's, yeah, it's, analogous. It's, it's, it's it, think of if Pogs if they turn Pogs just digital because now yeah. Tops just does. Oh like, yeah, Pokemon, I'd right? be buying yeah. all the Sherry right. Berries. Right. Yeah. Yeah. For and the it, Slammers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Did you have Tana like little like I brought uh, Pogs to my school yeah. and you got in trouble right Yeah uh-huh. did Catholic, Catholic school Did you actually play them or are you just collecting them Both No I played Oh you played yeah <laughs> What kind of I, question is that I cuz I remember there was a, the Rude. Pogs phase at my school was like there weren't not all the kids a, a lot of kids were collecting but not every kid played them cuz playing was yeah. like kind of like a like I think people were kind of unclear on what the rules were. I, I collected them and I didn't I didn't really play. I like yeah. tried to play them and I was like this sucks. And yeah. I didn't want to lose any of my pogs. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I mean, but that was part of it. You had to trade. Yeah. Right. But in order to trade, you what did you you were just like I just want that brain <laughs> oh, yeah, cartoon slammer for my eyeball burning skull yeah I, I liked all my pogs i wouldn't i wouldn't i wouldn't i wouldn't want to you just had them for yeah. yourself <laughs> just had them for myself. these are mine <laughs> the pogs are but my- i'm part of it look but i'm them. not look at them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh-uh. yeah i also hoarded pogs but i also i don't think i realized and this is like whoa a real real vulnerable for me because i'm like i don't think i realized that you were supposed to play pogs I yeah like, oh, i never had this. any uh, i yeah, like I this is cool that whole train I think you know it in the pre-internet age when that was all like kind of like it just kind of word of mouth how these things spread around. I think a lot mm-hmm. of kids were like just unclear that it was even a game. I think yeah. it was just like so a lot of people thought it was just a collectible. And then I also there was a variant that was played at my school, and I don't know if this is this is something uh, you guys encountered, but there was. There were kids who were like I feel like the bad kids were just playing slammers. Yeah. Like it wasn't oh, even yeah. it wasn't even a the Pogs version. Kids. It was like all slammers. And they're just throwing it at each other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some kid lost his eye, that's why they <laughs> took them away at my school. I didn't play I had hacky real? sacks and I no. didn't and God I didn't play it. hacky sack. Like I had a hacky sack and oh, yeah. didn't kick it around too much. I just like liked having the hacky sack. Well it's right. like a stress ball. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah. What color was your hacky? Two tone, oh, obviously. Man, this is probably, probably Rasta. Pro- I was gonna say this is problematic because I think it was Rasta. We're <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all Rasta, yeah. I yeah. feel like. Yeah. A I was little sh- DMB on the stereo, kick that bad boy around. Hey, <laughs> Nick knows that I, I I I like Dave Matthews Band, but I liked him before this this <laughs> look. I, I liked them, them before they were cool. I, 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 with Dave Matthews Band, I tr- I did like it before like hacky sack culture and college right. bros took it over. I did. Yeah. Because it was my friend's sister, Justin, who was very kind to me when my dad was sick. Uh, his his older sister had a CD of it, so I, I liked it oh, before it got big. Because yeah. of the gal. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. She was much older. There, It was nothing like, I would, like just as like, oh, she's cool. Oh, and we okay. like followed cool. her. Yeah. Sister, yeah. 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 That was like sublime. We're from Florida, so Sublime was oh, huge. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure everywhere. Yeah, I mean internationally, like, Sublime's huge. We're from Florida, so this California music I was surprised with the connection because I'm I'm from Southern California. But they're not. Fr- oh yeah. Yeah, they are from California. like and Long Beach area. You were loving Jimmy Buffett. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> I have been to a Jimmy Buffett concert once. Oh my god. And it was a a very threatening crowd of drunk uh, older mm. people. Parrot heads, called parrot heads too? Yeah. Yeah, yeah parrot, those parrot heads. So you don't want to mess around with. They them. give a bad. I think all. Because you know, I, I just remembered a very nice moment I had with my dad out here as we went to an Eagles concert. No one was like particularly like a big Eagles fan, <laughs> right? But we went to an Eagles concert, and it was like such a great night at the Hollywood Bowl. And my mom and dad were so happy. So now the Eagles mm-hmm. will have a place in my heart forever. Oh, yeah. But like, I did witness like a couple of like fifty something to sixty year old like drunken Eagles fans who were so annoying. And I was like, these are the people that give like Dave Matthews band yeah. or whatever. Right. These annoying fans give them a bad name. Right. Yeah. It's it's not it's not the band's fault. Yeah, it's a bummer. <laughs> yeah. Buffett's fun. He's yeah, a good he time. Fun. He's a fun he's a party loving dude who likes to He has a restaurant. He's, oh man. Oh, has many. he ever oh, many. We went oh, to the yeah. one in Vegas together. We went to the Vegas that's, one. Mm-hmm. That's oh my god. Really intense. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Why would you go to a Buffett concert what? if you could just go to Margarita? <laughs> the one there uh, there's the one on the Universal City Walk. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys have mm-hmm. been to, but they've a had a ago. yeah, they have a they sometimes have a Buffett cover band there, which is oh, actually boy. great. Because they're like, mm. you know, <laughs> like, what? What's the problem? <laughs> whatever you think of it is, is discography. The the like session <laughs> musicians they have there, yeah. are like they're like really good musicians. They're like better than Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> they're, like, they're like these people covering his song. They're like really talented musicians. Right. Wait, whoa. yeah, Those he's not f- talented. <laughs> he's ta- he's talented, but you know he's there ta- may be some people with some better pipes. Yeah, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but it, it's a uh, it yeah I I I love I love that whole parrot head I mean maybe I'm not parrot heads as a people but like that parrot head sort of culture that's sort of yeah. like that whole Margaritaville thing is a lot of fun. It's funny. It stresses me out to like ever think about like going away and li- and like living in Flo- like not in living in Florida but like yeah. sorry watch what you say Li- sorry hey, look, we left Florida oh, there's a reason we're here <laughs> lock the doors to, you know, <laughs> uh, living in like again. living in like like living that lifestyle specifically of like right. I'm wearing a Hawaiian shirt and like every day I'm having like a strong cocktail or whatever I'm like I, that and honestly like to bring it back I'll bring it back to like I think like with my with my dad or or, or something like that like I think just having like a, a nor- like and that to me just feels so normal and not like a regular schedule and for my dad that was like something that he did was just like his day-to-day life ma- made him feel more normal when he was when he was battling his his thing you know right. and, I, and uh-huh. I think there's right. like something to like 
whatever makes you happy, whether it's work or your day to day life. I, I think like that was so helpful in that time, which I didn't, which I didn't have as someone who's my dad was going through it, but like yeah. I didn't have like a, a thing a at routine that point. A routine, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Being a freelancer, yeah. I guess, it I know. has a lot to do with that. Um, but Jimmy Buffett's band is called the Coral Reefer Band. Oh yeah, Coral I didn't Reefer? know that. Reefer, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, and they are like probably all businessmen. I mean, like Jimmy <laughs> Buffett is a businessman. <laughs> Nick, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you said that you hadn't really had anyone close to you uh, pass away from like a se- serious illness. Yeah, not. I mean, you know, it, it, my my parents are, are are both still with us, which is uh, you know, I'm very fortunate for that. And and you know, I've certainly had I, I did, I've lost both of my grandfathers, but they were both at, at a very advanced age. And you know, like uh, uh you know, the I, I, cancer is certainly something I don't have a I haven't had an experience with with someone that's like close in my family. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's it's very. I, I I do find it like it, I'm very impressed by the by people who have encountered that and have been able to 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 deal with that and and you know uh, and show strength in the face of that because I know it's it's something that like is has got to be just so emotionally fraught with uh with peril it's the fact that you have to just like be be encountering this this thing that's maybe this ambiguous. Uh, a, a cloud that maybe you don't know exactly what's going to happen, but you know that it, it, like it's bad. But then also like there is like some data behind it that you can kind of be like, oh wait, is this? Do I know what's going to happen, or is this all up to chance too? Like I don't know. I mean, I just I feel like all that uncertainty being subjected to it would just be so difficult. And so I, I personally can't imagine facing it. And, and and fortunately, I haven't had to to really encounter that in my life. What I would want to know is, uh, you guys are all close friends. And would you say overall, what has the state of your friendship? Uh, uh, like, d- does it feel like it's something that's forever changed? Has it? I mean, I, that has to be the answer to that has to be yes. But I mean, like, did it ever get fray at one point? Did it ever like kind of get like uh, points where there's some tension there? Um, did it strengthen overall? Like, what? Well, like, what happened with the three of you uh, over the course of this, and what is continuing to happen? I think more so, uh, yeah, as a collective friendship. Yeah, and also just individually, we. There's always stuff to do. There's right. always chores, laundry, work, other side projects. And we really focused on spending time together. Right. And just let's go do that. That thing that we've been saying we should do. Right. And let's go see. Just to really. Launch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I would say that it's our friendship has gotten stronger through the course right. of this whole experience. Yeah. And spending just spending more time together. Yeah. I think that was part of like the goal of this podcast was like to, I don't know. We needed an outlet to cope. Right. And talk about it and um, maybe learn things too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Because it is. Forces to kind of talk about. It's so scary too. And it's, it's like this alien sci-fi movie that you're hearing about, but it's real and it's. And getting us comfortable talking about it because. Which is it's still an uncomfortable a thing to talk about, yeah. and nobody likes to talk about the bad things, and no one likes to talk about cancer because it's scary. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so it's even just like the process of removing the stigma for ourselves. Yeah. As well. Right. Yeah. And back mm-hmm. on the subject of therapy, I I've never been involved with a therapist. I've never gone to a therapist, but yeah, like we started this as a form of therapy, and it's helped me tremendously through all of this, and also just and wanting 
Danielle to open up about it and talk about it, you know, but we did want to, when we were together, especially after chemo, like we did chemo days and it was like treat yourself days. We would like go get food and do whatever we want to go to museums. Yeah. It's true. Whatever, you know, and it, it was, but it, it is something that we needed to talk about and we wanted you to open up with Danielle and, um, and no it, pressure. Yeah, it is. A, <laughs> yeah, I don't talk about things. <laughs> Sometimes we force, not force you, but we open right. it up and it's more of a, here we're sitting down, we're going to be productive in a way or to actually address some things that maybe mm-hmm. we feel like we need to talk about or. Well, and it's interesting to learn the way that my sickness or my diagnosis had affected them and like kind of what they were going through because I mean, you don't think I, I I didn't think that it had such an impact on them and in my on my family to the point where I don't know like who was it that was like oh, I'm feeling phantom pains and like scared for you and um I don't like we both were yeah yeah it's just that was like surprising pain. to me oh wow yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, sympathy pain. Wait, yeah. So we, 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 pains, right? we also learned that that's not what else. it's called. Yeah. It's not oh. called phantom pain. It's called <laughs> sympathy, it's like sympathy pregnancy. I thought because <laughs> it's also the same like th- I don't know. We yeah, still don't okay, know. No, but we were all in pain. When women are pregnant, their significant other will start experiencing like what morning sickness or nausea or like pains like that. It's kind of a. It's the same. It's the same effect, I suppose. Right. This is what we are theorizing. (laughs) Um, But so that was interesting to learn. And I feel like that definitely, it's definitely brought us closer together. Right. Just wanting to just, yeah, not take things for granted and just spend time Mm -hmm. with each other. Like don't put, not to put things off. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I go home for, I, I go home for the holidays for, and I get, Crap from, I mean, you were joking when you we say, but I, I go home for like a month and I'll get like a lot of, I'll get a lot of flack for it from people you get out here. Yeah. You get and I'm like, oh, you can't understand. Like, like the reason I go home is like, is like a thing you can never understand. Like the reason I stay home for a month is like, because I spend time with my mom and sister and it's like a thing that you, like, I don't I expect people to understand that after going through yeah. like what I went through, you know, went, went through with them and how grateful I'll always be to my mom and sister. You know, it's, it's just that sort of thing of like the least I can do is, is go home and spend time with them and, and a month that usually doesn't matter out here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, uh, it's important yeah. to you. Yeah, it's important. Well, for yeah. you, but yeah. And also them. Yeah. Yeah. For me. I mean, yeah, for but me, for you. Yeah. yeah, for me. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. I can't imagine spending the night at my parents' house. <laughs> <laughs> one night. Yeah, I know. Well, it's I should also be clear that I <laughs> I put on a onesie and I <laughs> walk put around and say, the- Mama. Yeah, you're bottle-fed the whole time. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, <laughs> That'd be a nightmare. Uh, you don't go home often? Uh, well, my, family? my family's in Southern California, so it's, like, you know, like I said, it's usually a day trip. And, um, yeah, we just, like, I like we just, we, we'll go down there and we'll spend the day. But, I mean, yeah, I don't... I haven't spent the night at my parents' house in 10 years. <laughs> just like, it's just you say like, we, you and your wife. Yeah. Me and my right. wife. Yeah. Do you have siblings? Uh, I do. I have an older, I have an older brother, Nate. And, um, uh, that's, that's my only sibling. He's married. He's got two kids. I got a niece and nephew on his side and a Are niece and nephew on my side. Yeah. They're down there as well. They're down in Oceanside. Also, you, down in San Diego, oh. you call your wife mother now. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the Mike Pence <laughs> situation. 
Um, actually, I'm in trouble because I'm, <laughs> I'm with I'm with oh, I'm with wait, women wait, who I... aren't her and she, <laughs> unaccompanied. <laughs> uh, no, 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 we're no, that's not true. Okay. <laughs> Of course, it's not. True. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even for a moment, I was like, "What women? <laughs> oh, oh, hi. You are w- woman. We are woman. We are woman." Uh, <laughs> um, I know it's getting late. We probably need to wrap things up. But um, well, I guess I also wanted to ask. You know, because of your family history, do you feel oh, yeah. like you're at risk, or has any doctor oh, been like, or you know, it? Is there? Don't feel I'm obligated. To to jump me. in, but oh yeah, are there? No, is there don't. testing for? I don't know much about pancreatic. No, cancer. I mean this. This is one of this is one of the the bad things with pancreatic cancer mm. is that there's no way to really detect. I mean, I think outside of like getting um uh, what is it a cat scan or something yeah. like every you can't you biopsy know, every, it. Yeah, or, every okay. every year or something which my dad was like i wish that they would do like would screen for that because it's right. like such so a weird thing and when yeah when you find out you have it it's, it's too late and it it, right. it it is a thing that i think it is it is like a thing that's genetic so mm. i hope that i don't get it i mean it, like genetic testing yeah yeah i mean like, you know here's here's the thing that you, it is usually like something that people get in when they're older so right. like so that that's a plus side with it is it usually affects people when they're like in their 60s or later yeah. so was there other history would... of it there's Sorry. there's not there's not much other history of it but yeah and I, the more so we just, and my dad always forever thought that you know that his heart he came he we're, we're an irish family and he mm-hmm. always thought that his his heart was gonna go he's gonna die of a heart attack mm-hmm. that's and that's how his dad died and his brothers died oh my and so like so he's like always just a, was a always so afraid of that right and then cancer was kind of like you know the surprising thing that he had he had no idea about so i i get I, you know the heart stuff kind of does scare me then obviously pancreas but it's like such this like gamble that it's like who knows if it will happen or whatever i am yeah. i'm afraid of cancer in general like yeah. I, I like I, I and i've had like some scares where i was like something's wrong i this I, the last when i went i went with my mom into into mass general because i was like something is weird and then there was nothing wrong but like uh yeah. but there th- yeah, yeah of course so yeah feels so good. <laughs> but there but yeah no i i think especially with the way things are and uh, i think me, you're you're a healthy guy, and I'm I'm trying to get healthier. So, I think that if 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 you know if if I if I live a healthier lifestyle, I I shouldn't be constantly worried about it. It's it's out of your it's out of your hands. <laughs> but right. out here in California, <laughs> after like when I first moved to California, everything has the I forget what is it a prop where it has to ha- say this building contains carcinogens everywhere in California. Don't yeah. forget. <laughs> right. You could always get cancer on the, on the on coffee the beans uh-huh. and everything. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that was confusing. First moving out here and seeing all of that everywhere and being like, is it just out in California? <laughs> yeah. 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 Only. <laughs> Can I just add? It feels like the pancreas is kind of a whack organ, right? Like it's, yeah. Hey, hey, I'm not a Get big fan of, of it. it. <laughs> feel like anytime you're doing? talking about it, it like it's messing something up. Yeah. Get it out of here. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. yeah. 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 Isn't that? That's isn't... that's a strong movement. I'm a part of it. Get rid of the pancreas. Yeah. I guess I just something. didn't know if there, it was like more of a thing that happened off of lifestyle or more genetics or if anyone knows cancer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's it is more genetic like i mean like pancreas it's 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 also like one of the most 
I don't think it's the number one most lethal. Can't, I don't know if that's the right word for it, but 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 it's it's one of the worst cancers you can get because yeah, it won't be diagnosed. Until yeah, later, because right? it won't be diagnosed until later. It's it's oftentimes it's it can be spread. fatal. So it's yeah. so and yeah, there there's no real like they, they I think they don't know what causes it. I think it, it's a genetic thing they think, but then also mm-hmm. I, like I think there's what is it correlations or whatever but no mm. nothing that I, I i think it's like a, one of the mystery ones yeah. yeah but but uh, but uh, but uh, you know like it, it's that sort of thing with correlation but not causation is yeah, that what you're looking for yeah, yes yeah. Mm-hmm. but 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 um but I, but i think that like you know breast cancer years ago was a thing that that they've they've come so far in the studies with that and and uh, there's this doctor, Dr. Ting that, that my mom gives money to every year and she went and watched him speak. And these guys mm-hmm. who are trying to figure stuff out the same way with, with pancreatic yeah. cancer that in the last, how they made advances with, with breast cancer in the, right. in the last couple decades. And so hopefully that's, it's something that will change. So mm-hmm. how are your mom and your sister? They're good. I think it was, uh, they, they are good. I mean, like, you know, my, it's, it's, a, it's a hard thing to deal with obviously. And, my mom lost her husband, you know, and 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 uh, she just had her. But oh, she'll kill me! You can, you gotta, 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 you my sister doing well too. She's an assistant uh, principal in Quincy. I'm from Quincy, oh, Massachusetts, yeah. and so uh, yeah, they they uh, they they still live in Quincy, and and I go home and visit them a bunch. Yeah, a month at a time. A month, sometimes, <laughs> yeah. sometimes for a full month. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Nick, do you do any? You've mentioned blood work. Like I can't remember the last. Even after all this, like I still haven't had blood work. You haven't gone mm. to like Don't, the regular. Like, doctor? I know I went to all these. So GP? after <laughs> <laughs> after all this, <laughs> bragging about uh, all these doctor's appointments. You I know I went up. to all these you like specialists. The I just got health insurance, <laughs> and then I went to just like the specialists. Right. Ear, nose, I had, and throat. I went yeah. to ear, nose, and throat because I had something something weird with my ears. Mm-hmm. <laughs> something weird with my eyes. So I went to an ophthalmologist, <laughs> and then you know the guy know. That I still haven't. Well, yeah. Okay. Um, I gotta go to an ear, nose, and throat doctor. So oh, maybe, I'll give maybe, you my rec. Please, please do. <laughs> I, would, I, I will. I would love it. Yeah. I like her. <laughs> uh, she did a lot of research right? on it before she went. Oh yeah. yeah, I Google. I I went on all the different like medical review sites, and it took a whole day to pick these specialists. <laughs> right. So I didn't have time to get to the general practitioner. The point That's is the easy one. Uh, is you mentioned blood work earlier, yes. so you're on top of that shit. I mean, kind of. I also no, like you're, it. You're doing it. You're killing it. <laughs> yeah, don't be so hard on yourself. No, I mean, I, hey, I'm hey, on top of certain great. things and other things I, I let lapse. I, I, had, I had, you know, like a back issue for a while that mm. I was just like not treating. And then when I finally got treated, got it treated, I was like, oh, this is very bad. This is what? like, this has gotten, it was oh, an, yeah, yeah, it? Yeah, it, it, it was L5S1 or uh, uh, a bulging disc. Oh. It was there near being a herniated disc. And it was, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it was, just, it was just like crippling back pain that I dealt with for, Oh, oh, you know, oh, over, I mean, almost a couple of years that that was, that was making it difficult for me to work. And it was the kind of thing where it's just sort of like kind of powering through yeah, it for a while. Isn't it incredible what we pushed through? Right. And you didn't want to know what it was. Partly that. And also I'm partly like, I, I am partly like, oh, I don't want to be a, a complainer or mm-hmm. like, like, oh, I'm like, I'm fine. Or this will be better. And then it'd have stretches where it felt better. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm fine now. I'm just getting so. older. Where exactly. Just, yeah. yeah. Where you're just like, this is, this is what it is. Like, right. This is how you're supposed to feel. Yeah. So I, I mean, I maybe become a little bit more proactive as I've gotten older about getting treatment, but I, but I still like anyone 
one I can I can have stretches where I'm not really taking care of myself. I'm trying to be proactive about it, but there was a time after my dad passed away that I weirdly, even after saying like I was so grateful to doctors and stuff that I didn't want to even figure anything out. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. I didn't want to even. Uh, so if I was like, if I get sick, so be it or something was kind of like my attitude. Yeah. And so it took a while to kind of to, well, you know, like once you're like not feeling great and you're like, oh, right. I, sh- I want to go to the doctor so I feel good and, yeah. and, and live a good life like that. But there it, there was like a like a like a stretch where I was just like, oh, I don't I don't want to yeah. go and yeah. talk to a doctor after. after d- well, no, should we you. just say the same thing at the same time? <laughs> After, After Danielle? Oh, no. no, that's not the same thing. <laughs> I really thought it was going to be the same thing. <laughs> we'll see, we'll see. Let's no, go. No, it's not. It's um, not. I already know it's not. I was, you know, you as a woman, you're supposed to give yourself breast exams, and they recommend once a month and mm-hmm. generally around your period because your boobs fluctuate. Mm-hmm. Things come and go, lumps and things. Um, so you just have to be familiar with your breasts and how they feel. <laughs> well, you and I are both nodding. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. This is the first time we've ever heard this ever. Yeah. Are you guys feeling uncomfortable? Right now? <laughs> so I was doing Dana's that. Dana's looking both deep know, in, the right in the eyes. <laughs> like, I'm like, and this is how you gesticulating. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not touching my my boobs for the record. Um, but yeah, so I was doing that more and more every day at mm-hmm. work. I wouldn't even realize. My friend was like, my coworker was like, are you just, are you touching your boob? I was like, I still do that. I do that all the time. But I, I did feel a lump and, and I immediately, my heart dropped, you know, and I was Mm, like, oh my God, because that's all I was thinking about was Danielle. And everyone's always like, oh, you're so young. You're so young. You don't have to worry about it. And Mm. I was like, fuck that. Yeah. (laughs) It could happen to, I mean, there are circumstances, but generally it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't. Right look at your age and is like i'm gonna wait until you're 50 um it can happen at any moment but i felt a lump and i was terrified and it could have been there the whole time you know my whole life but um it i didn't want to touch it i didn't want to like examine my breasts after that because i didn't want to find anything yeah so in the same vein yeah but and then i ended up getting a mammogram and everything's fine but it's terrifying. Yeah, right? no, I get, I, I completely, I, I understand that. Yeah, and I, things that you weren't worried about before. Yeah, you never imagined uh, pancreatic cancer would be in your family right. or anything like that. Oh, so, yeah. you, so now it's like on the forefront. When when I, when I went into Mass General to get myself checked, it was like after a month or so of like feeling pain. <laughs> so yeah. it was like a thing of like, Oh, if I had now, I think if, if, if it was a similar thing, I'd go in much sooner. Yeah. Um, yeah. but cause this wasn't even last Christmas. I think it was the year before that, but like maybe even the year before that, but, uh, but like it was that sort of thing of like, not, I still wasn't even caring two years yeah. ago, you know? So, to, but there to, are so many times again, getting older, you're just like, Oh, this is like a weird new pain yeah. and then it goes away or it's gas yeah. or something. And then you're like, Oh yeah, I knew it wasn't yeah. anything. It's an, yeah. That's probably like, I bet you there's a good percentage for a lot of people with their problem. I'm sure it is just an upset stump. Yeah, a right. lot of farts uh, happening in yeah. the emergency room. Yes. Um, I felt like a thing for with my dad was like a perspective was that I like I was like oh like you know he passed away at 69 I was like oh I that's young like in my mind I was like oh forever like like uh and I was always kind of like I was always nervous about my like when I was in college and stuff I was always afraid of my dad getting sick or whatever and I mean it's Mm -hmm. partly because I love him and partly because he's you're you know you're protective of your mom and dad and stuff and because we had 
hard stuff in my family. My dad did have a quadruple bypass when I was a senior in college. So it was like always this like thing when, when I went to college, he had this thing like a TIA, which is basically like a mini stroke. And he is a guy, he was in good shape and he ate healthy. And so, and so there was like always this thing of like, Oh man. And then my senior year, he, he had quadruple bypass. So like I, I was always afraid of that. And, 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 you know, like back then, you know, like, 20 you know whatever 20 years ago when i was 15 or something i would think 70 is so old or whatever right Right. you know like now i'm like oh when my dad passed away at 69 i was like he was way way too young yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. by the way something you brought up about like looking through specialists and i'm uh, looking for specialists and spending all the time with that and danielle i'm sure this was an issue that you uh particularly had to uh, have had to navigate yourself but like what we were talking about a second ago about about treatment and deferring it and maybe not getting in a timely fashion for me part of that issue is exactly what you're saying like just like navigating our labyrinthine like healthcare system mm-hmm. and that's just such like like you know like I, I we're in Mitch you and I are in like different entertainment unions yeah. mm-hmm. and you have to have a certain number of quarters to qualify for the health insurance and then that the, those networks change from year to year sometimes yeah. and then which physicians you can see with I mean that's like a whole other layer yeah. that right. I imagine was like something that was just I, I mean I don't know how much of a nightmare it was but it just it, it's a layer of bureaucracy on top of uh, the stress that you're already dealing with with your own you know illness that I imagine is is not particularly pleasant yeah well I know that like we were talking about like when you feel like right when you felt a lump you were just like oh holy crap this is scary right I had felt a lump and was like doing research and saw that like lumps do come and go, um, especially in your thirties, especially when you're menstruating and all this stuff. Um, and then like a month passed and it didn't go away. I was like, okay, I need to get this checked out. And luckily I had just become permanent at my job and I was brought on, um, my healthcare kicked in right away. Mm. So I just like, found the first general practice. I have Kaiser. So I found just like the first general practitioner in Kaiser and with the available appointment. And I kind of just went from there. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that's where Heather and I differ in very greatly because she will take a whole day to I'm find neurotic. a doctor. Right. And I was just like the first available doctor. I'm yeah. See them. Well, I went to get a second also, opinion yeah. though, too. Um, once I, after I met with the oncologist mm-hmm. and they told me the course of treatment, um, people like I was already in my mind that I was going to have a second opinion before like my dad told me and my mom told me to go get a second opinion um and your Tana told you yeah your Heather told you (laughs) (laughs) just to be safe but Kaiser Kaiser is kind of set up like that where you just you just walk in the front doors and you're like help right (laughs) and they're like here this way follow those which is kind of I kind of like which is very nice yeah yeah it's all online and you can switch yeah like I you can switch your gyno and things like that. You yeah, have, you absolutely. have, and it, they're all listed. They have their own profiles on Kaiser, but yeah, if I, if I didn't have Kaiser, I would imagine I would also do. Well, you also had a time sensitive issue. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, I just right. hadn't had my <laughs> womanly checkup in year. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, uh, I still feel like you would have taken probably a little more time than I did. And just being like, Oh, first available appointment. Mm. My my dad my dad worked for the MBTA, which is like the transit system in Boston, which uh, I think is a government, uh, like a part of the government. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. and so um, he and he had he had great health care, which he you know he was he was really lucky to have great health care and just had some of the best doctors, Mm -hmm. which was great. 
for you know it was, he was which was great for him and i love that my dad got some of the best care but yeah. mm-hmm. of course it's it like nick was saying it's such a labyrinth and it's and it's hard to figure out some of that stuff and and what to go and then sometimes you go and see a doctor and you're like this kind of sucked you know like it's yeah. happened to me out here and you're like mm-hmm. This was like almost useless, and and then some were great. So it's it's such a hard thing to navigate. So. Right, and then yeah. your, yeah, your insurance changes because something happens right. in the union yeah. or whatever, and and then you don't you, even if you find a doctor, then you, they're not covered under your insurance anymore, yeah. and that whole thing. But yeah, Nick, just well, like oh, sorry, no, no, I'm just you were saying oh. how difficult it can be to navigate the system, and there are roadblocks here and there. Um, I can't imagine if you didn't have health insurance and right. I don't even want to think about that, yeah. but yeah. her mom is very spiritual and she's like, everything happens for a reason. I've said this to you before, but cause she's, she was living in Tallahassee up to, well, three, you've been here for three years now, but the, and that was a year ago and you were diagnosed. So two years in, um, if you weren't here and I feel like she got like really good care here and Kaiser is such a facility right. and, um, like the doctors and Dr. Kwan and everyone you've been with and Kaiser itself. And remember seeing the bills, you know how you get the bill in the mail <laughs> and it shows what the insurance covers oh, yeah, for in sure. the original amount. Yes. Three thousand yeah. something dollars. Right. Cat scan. Yeah. I got yeah. a pet scan. It was 3000 and change and I had to pay 15. I remember yeah. you were just like, how do they even come up with this number? They're just like, coming up crazy. with numbers. That's so crazy. <laughs> yeah, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> just closing their eyes. And, <laughs> and I can't imagine, like, what if someone didn't have insurance and had, like, they needed to right. yeah, get examined. And, and and when I, I have a full-time job now with benefits, and it's like, oh, yeah, again, like, here's, you can use Kaiser, and it's easy, and it's kind of streamlined. But I did freelance for a while, and I had to do the, medical covered california that right. kind of thing and it yeah. was oh, yeah. <laughs> so hard right. it was yeah. so hard calling and being on hold for hours trying to get signed up and yeah. are they gonna find me and kill me or something <laughs> <laughs> it was so <laughs> difficult <laughs> so difficult to be signed up and they're like you have to be signed up or else you'll get fined but then it's really difficult to sign up right uh, yeah Figure it out. Healthcare. <laughs> Someone Someone's figure- gonna figure this shit out. <laughs> but yeah. Well, I wanted to oh, yeah. give our girls over at Booby Butter a shout out because they sent over <gasps> yeah. their little packet, which is so freaking cute. They have Thank this great you. illustration so of nudie ladies. There, we you guys want to see? Met these girls. Oh. Uh, <laughs> 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 can't take this home with you. <laughs> and essentially, Easy. their little. Um, company is like promoting self breast exams these girls were like so smart they're in they're college tw- still 20 and 19 yeah, wow. 19 they haven't and they have a business <laughs> give me a break uh, <laughs> we were like talking to them we we're like how old are you <laughs> what uh, am i doing with my life? so there are these like subscription boxes where you can sign up for this like salve um that they will send you and it's like all organic and it's oh, i smell it. it smells really good um and then they send it a little can I eat it? Guide, maybe. The car- and they the, also the send like this very cool little <laughs> wooden thing for it you good. to show you how to examine your breasts right. in all the different directions. And this really cute sure. sticker for your mirror that oh, yeah. and it's it brought like works. instructions that like for a dry erase marker, like to right. like mark mm. like oh, if yeah, you have good. on your mirror, like where you notice 
any lumps or anything. Oh. And if anything's changing, you mark on that too. I thought that was very smart. Yeah. Um, and then there's also this massage oil. Oh, and a candle. They sent it. And it's like for special times with your special person. Oh, and where or is with that? your special self. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Have you yeah, why? <laughs> No, I haven't used it yet. Uh, mm-hmm, so you can, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, you know. Me and Wally and Irma. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, Nick, you and I have also probably had booby butter at some point. But the yeah. different, a different kind. We did it for snack or whack. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it Wait, does look it? like, I mean, it kind of smells like, like I kind of want to eat it, but I don't, I'm not going right. to. I bet you could though. It's all natural. No, not in, front of, not in front of our new friends. Yeah. Not in front of guests. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Yeah, I, I thought that was really sweet. There's also too. I just like to me. This is such a. There's such a different maturity level between men and women because I think if there was the equivalent of this and it was <laughs> oh like there were like drawings of naked men, like <laughs> that would never like men would never like be like 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 oh check out this picture of a dong. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Come on. What? Yeah, well, yeah, man. Let's celebrate all these different body types. Yeah, it's and- such a different different culture. Also, like. Penis butter is not yeah. as good. Yeah. <laughs> right. like, well, it, penis I mean, butter? Yeah. <laughs> penis you have that already? Dong <laughs> syrup. <laughs> nice and sticky. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you, Haley and Amelia. Amelia. Shout yes. out to Amelia. She's the, the um, she's godmother. She's the CEO, creator, godmother. sweetie girl yeah. that's sent over. Yes, oh, of booby butter. Yeah. Boobybutter.com cool. with booby no E. e. You could, they can understand, the people can understand that for sure. But yeah, thank you guys so much for taking the time to talk about. Um, We really appreciate it. Right. Well, hold hold your friend's hands. Well, I want, you guys need to let the people know where to find you. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Oh yeah. yeah. I know. We always forget. Yeah, it's all right. I mean, this is, (laughs) 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 it's also the part that's like embarrassing for us. (laughs) Like being like plug something. But I I would say, I did check out the Doughboys podcast, the podcast about chain restaurants. Yeah. Um, It's uh, much more detrimental to your physical and mental well-being yeah. than you this guys podcast. Are doing much better thing. <laughs> you guys yeah. are doing something good for the world. We are uh, advising Hurting people the world. to poison yeah. their bodies yeah. uh, with uh, with fast food. But I mean, yeah, it, it, we bitch and I review different chain restaurants every week, and we mm-hmm. have great guests. And ch- check us out on Twitter at Doughboys Pod, or just find our podcast wherever you find uh, podcasts. Yeah. Laughter is the best medicine. I know. Yeah. Of course. Okay. That's true. Well, that, no, our pod yeah, also doesn't help. That's not going to help. That's a lie. Don't say that's a lie. That. <laughs> it's, it is a lie. It's, just, it's a great podcast. Everyone's going to listen to it. We listen to it. We love, it. love it. God bless you. God bless everybody. us all. Everyone. Each and every one. Each and every boob. Each and every boob. Hold your friend's hands. Touch your boobs how oh. are the bob, we but we're yeah, not okay. yeah, we're all we're physically holding Yay. hands we do you guys do this or is this new is that are we doing we, i don't know uh, if we've actually we held hands like okay, okay all right <laughs> great oh, oh. oh. Yeah, we're gonna oh. sign off with bob oh, oh. 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 Yay, good <laughs> <job>. <laughs> thank you guys Bye. thank you guys so much Thanks for listening. Special thanks to our lovely Lauren Naylor for her amazing portraiture skills and creating our cover art, to our sweet boy Tom Odo for our lovely music, and a great many thanks to my You Caring supporters and donors. Angelo Lucini, Jose Ramos, Willie 
DeMontro. You can follow my blog at wellthissucks.me. Follow us on Instagram at WTS Podcast, Facebook at WTS The Podcast. And if you like what you heard, please, please, please subscribe, rate, and review. Yeah, thanks. Love you.